Will Swag Kelly lead them to the playoffs? Uh, no. <laughs> None of that will happen. So hello and welcome to All Four Quarters, your one-stop shop for news, views and overreactions to all things NFL. This week we are doing a continuation of our preseason uh, kind of predictions and review of all the teams. Um, we're looking at the AFC West this week, so that is the Broncos, the Chargers, the Chiefs and the Raiders. So hey guys, Connor here, um, we've got Harry, yeah. um, we've got Ronan. Hello. He's come up from Cork again. Uh, <laughs> uh, man, that was a great draft that we did last week. Yeah, I'm <laughs> extremely happy with my team, particularly the um, running backs. I can't believe I got Lev Bell in the fifth round. <laughs> <laughs> now we have to do that. Or I can't people believe I drafted 15 running backs. <laughs> Uh, as, you, as you can imagine, we're recording some of these back to back, so uh, we're having a bit of fun. The entire Cleveland Browns, <laughs> believe land. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, one so, of the guys really got you did that one year. He drafted the entire Cleveland Browns. He's a Cleveland fan. He, oh god! He, did, he yeah. did not make the playoffs. No, that was uh, actually yeah, uh, long, 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 long time listeners might remember him. Uh, he was on the, a couple of the earlier episodes. He was, yeah, yeah. Dave. Uh, so I suppose lads, we crack right on into this. Uh, we'll start off with the Broncos uh, team that after a couple of years of kind of continued success have struggled since Peyton Manning's uh, retirement their defense still looked good but they weren't able to get anything going on offense they've whiffed on a number of quarterback selections in the draft uh, big additions this offseason they added Case Keenum they added Bradley Chubb and Jared Valdir they lost Aqib Tlaib Trevor Simeon Brock Lobster Jesus Trevor Simeon Brock Lobster I wouldn't really put them in the loss category but <laughs> <laughs> when you keep Paxton Lynch yeah it's true uh, Virgil Green and Cody Lattimore uh, so this is an interesting one. So they still, to be honest, have a very good-looking defensive roster. Their offensive roster is looking a lot older now, uh, maybe not what it was a couple of years ago. Uh, they're going to be looking to try and get some good production out of Case Keenum. It's the second year for their head coach, who had an abysmal first year, and there was discussions about whether they would fire him in the offseason. I think this is a very big year for uh, the GM of that team and whether or not they can actually keep him in place. Uh, poor John. This one's for John. <laughs> this one's for John. Uh, <laughs> So I suppose, lads, uh, we'll start with the obvious question. There's been a question with them for the last two or three years, the quarterback position. So is this a spot where Case Keenum will be able to steady the ship, get some production out of them? Will uh, will Lynch be able to make his way into the lineup? Or more importantly, and more probabilistically, will Swag Kelly lead them to the playoffs? No. <laughs> None of that will happen. This, this team feels like it's been going around in circles for like two seasons at this point. Ever since they won that Super Bowl, basically, uh, with the laughed leftover dregs of Peyton Manning, um, it you know they've they've gone well. We 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 won with that template. We'll just do that template again. Good defense, uh, solid offense, mm. um, and it hasn't really worked. It like I think the defense slowly has kind of been bled of that ability to be like like consistently one of the best in the league. And they're now probably just uh, like a good defense, maybe like top ten instead of being like a, like one of the historical defenses. Mm-hmm. And again, this season they lose a keep to leave, just another one of those like small pieces that slowly fall. Mm-hmm. And I, to be fair, to leave is getting on. Like, like those players are eventually going to drop off, but it's another case where you know, like like Bradley Roby will have to step up. Like he's been pretty good. I don't know if he's good enough to like take over from to leave. Um, and you know, on the offense, they bring in Case Keenum, and you're like. 
all right, it'll definitely be better than what they had last season. But is it like is like is he going to inspire kind of Minnesota type run? I don't think so, mm. because that entire um, the entire like that defense will still be required to do most of the work. You know, you talked about those offensive weapons. Yet yeah, they're not getting any better. They haven't really. You know, Emmanuel Sanders. You know, he's still good, but he's not great. And you know, Demarius I, Thomas. And yeah, Demarius Thomas is like good, not great these days, and they don't really have a tight end still. Um, so it's just a case where you know they, they've tried to improve the offensive line with Jared Valier, but he's kind of been a bust in Arizona. He didn't really do that much, mm. and you just see the same problems. The offensive line isn't great. Um, the defense keeps getting older, and the offense keeps getting older. And it just feels like a team that is in need will probably within a few years probably be completely blown up. Yeah, and it, like they'll be good again. They, like the problems, they won't be too so bad that they'll like it'll initiate a blow up unless a GM comes in and, and says so. And John Elway has not shown any capacity to, to do that. Like his draft history isn't great no. over the last few seasons. <laughs> to put it quite mildly. Um, so obviously, like you said, they've kind of got the O-line. They're trying to fix the issues of that because that's been a nightmare for a while. Because uh, we, we, we mentioned this, I think, earlier in the offseason about like for potential landing spots for free agent quarterbacks, that would be a concern for them in where they're going for the likes of, say, Teddy Bridgewater and stuff like that. That, that would be a concern. Uh, do we think that they've got enough of one there to get it going? They've got they've got a couple of decent dish looking running backs there. If they can kind of get a bit of can if they can get a bit of halfway decent O line play, they might be able to get something going. Although I'll be honest, as I said, this is not really a great division to be trying to uh, have a weak offensive line in. No, and they've lost their best running back as well. CJ Anderson's. Uh no longer, no longer in, in mm-hmm. Denver, and uh, Devontae Booker didn't look great last season. Um, they're hoping that Royce Freeman, who they drafted, I think, in the third round, will make the difference. But again, it's a rookie. Who, who knows? Yeah. Um, who knows how good he'll be? I, I agree with Ronan that I don't think they've really fixed the O line situation. Like, there's a lot of players on the roster. I've got eighteen tackles on the roster still at this point, <laughs> but <clears throat> none of them are really what you'd call elite talents. Yeah. Like, it's, it's worrying yeah. and they're all a bit like fine they're all yeah. fine <laughs> that's what I was just saying and like this team is just extremely to me blah like Case Keenum is fine he was able to get it done in Minnesota because that was a better defense than Denver have at the moment Denver's defense is still good and it will still win them games yeah he also had two incredible weapons at wide receiver great tight end they had a great tight end they had a really effective running back game even after losing Dalvin Cook that they mm-hmm. were able to make uh, Murray and McKinnon work very very well and bail them out like um, I, I think Keenum is, is great. He's not great. He's grand. Sorry, but he won't be enough to let, put make this team a contender again. And I think this team is just going to be extremely mediocre. I look at this team, and every part of this team is on balance mediocre. Yes, they have obviously great talents like like Von Miller and so on, but and Chris Harris. But like the guys who are opposite them and the rest of that team is just blah. And their quarterback is mediocre their running backs are mediocre their wide receivers were once good and honestly have been mediocre yeah. since Manning left and haven't been able to elevate the quarterback play around them I just this team is just going to be dull to be honest yeah. with you this is just going to be a dull team they're going to have a dull season yeah I think it's going to be a middle of the pack also ran essentially uh, I actually haven't got a little bit worse because I think they're going to hit a couple of issues uh, I think specifically around that offensive line I don't have a huge amount of trust in it you think they're going to try Paxton Lynch again don't you yeah I'm trying to make Paxton Lynch I happen think, no, I, I, think, I think this is I think this is a team that I, I genuinely think by like week 12 or 13 they'll be just trying out Swag Kelly to see what they've got because they're going to need to be figuring out what the next step is because they're going to have to blow it up. It's not sustainable. They don't have the coaching to be able to get the stuff out of the players that they do have. They don't have 
enough time left on the contracts and skills of the older players they have to to try and develop it up uh, over the course of three or four seasons. So they're going to have to look at a restart. And to do that, they're going to have to start looking at what pieces they can salvage from their current setup before they blow it up. And I think that's what that's where I see them sitting at the end of the season. Harry, what do you have them prediction-wise? Uh, I have them going 7-9, and nine, a mediocre result for a mediocre team. That's good enough for, I think, 10th in the AFC. Yeah, I have them going 4-12. and 12. Uh, I, just, I was looking at the games I have, and I was struggling to see the ones they're going to win because... All the all the ones internally in this division are going to be tough. They've got a couple of bad ones that they've got to face on the road as well. It's just not not great. Road. Yeah, I'm going eight and eight because I'm, I'm generally not that high on most of the AFC West teams. But uh, yeah, not like that's my kind of like I would I'd be more I'd be more surprised if they got more than that than less than that basically. Yeah, no, fair enough. Uh, so yeah, Broncos uh, look forward to next off season. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next up, we have the Chargers. Uh, I think many would consider, if it wasn't for injuries, maybe top to bottom, one of the most talented rosters in the NFL. Uh, they have strength everywhere, but they just can't seem to get out of their own way. Uh, additions in this offseason include Darwin James, Mike Pouncey, Uchenna Walsy, uh, <laughs> fuck you, uh, Justin Jones, uh, lost Matt Lawson, Trey Boston, Adrian Phillips, Antonio Gates. Um, well, Trey Boston is still out there, but unsigned, because yeah. people hate safeties, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> um They've already had injury issues uh, this offseason uh, with Hunter Henry going down, which means that they are probably going to look at bringing back Antonio Gates, uh, which means that he'd be moving. To, like At that point, would we put him into the additions or would we just leave it as a, as a push? Like, I, don't, I don't know. Um, they've, they've got Philip Rivers, who's still playing at a good level, uh, still produces, but never seems to be able to finish out. Uh, so the question is, Actually, produces yeah. <laughs> <laughs> prolific. Yeah. Um, is this an LA team that we think can actually finally contend? Because they definitely, on paper, have the roster. Like this is a stacked defense, a stacked offense. They've got pieces everywhere. Yeah, I just, I, I just don't trust this team. And this is like the thing we have with the Bengals that we said for a long yeah. time on this podcast of being like the talent is there, but there is something missing. And I think this is the same thing for me with these, this Chargers team. Like, there is something missing, and I don't know what it is. This team should be regularly a playoff contender. They have the talent on both sides of the ball to do that. They have one of the best wide receivers in the league in Keenan Allen. Philip Rivers is a very good quarterback. Melvin Gordon is a fantastic running back, and we saw Austin Eckler emerge as a genuinely talented change of pace guy towards the tail end of last season. Um, their O-line is pretty solid. And they've got Russell Okung in there now. They've got Pouncey. These are, these, are, these are guys who are really, really talented. And the defense, we know what Joey Bosa can do. We know what Melvin Ingram can do. And for some reason, and obviously, like, yeah, defensive backs as well. We've got Casey Hayward and so on. Like, these, these are great players. And yet, they have not able to put it together. And I don't know if it's the coaching, or if it's a cultural thing, or if it's the fact that just nobody turns up to watch their games, and they're constantly being <laughs> playing in hostile road environments even when they're at home. Like, fucking soccer fans, man. <laughs> There's just something I just, and this is one of the teams that I'm never going to be able to trust until I actually see them get it done. And I, like, I don't know. This is just a team you can add all of the talent in the world to this team, and I'm just not sure at what point it's going to be enough to get them over this hump that they seem to be stuck in. And I know that's so weird and like airy variance, but it genuinely is. Yeah. Like this team should have been in the playoffs for the last couple of seasons. And I'm aware there have been injury issues. But even with those in mind, they're still getting, they still lost an awful lot of close games that they should have won. And so at some point, you can point to luck 
and say it's fortune. But when you're consistently choking in big spots, yeah. it might go beyond that. Like, this is the thing. Like, you look at their record within the division. Like, they haven't beaten the Chiefs in three years. I don't think they... I think they've won one against the Broncos in the last two and a half. And the Raiders definitely have a winning record against them. Like, they're just... They're not... They just don't seem to be able to get out of their own way at any point. Uh... Like, obviously, we've mentioned they've got a very strong defense. They've added some more pieces to that. Hopefully, that can maybe... Actually, do you know what it is? Maybe that's it. I'm not sure what their identity is. They've got all the pieces, but I don't know what it is. Because like, maybe this defense can be it with these new additions on top of that, and they kind of build a bit of bit of swag or a bit of some kind of, kind of attitude about it. But they just seem like that team that is like, you know... Uh, almost like a like a fantasy football manager type thing of like I'll just get all the good players with good ratings and then it will work without any cohesive plan of how to get it working do you think that they're going to be able to find something this year Ronan? yeah well I just think like in a division which is going through a lot of changes I think this is the year where they have a, a real opportunity I think in previous years with the Chiefs and the Broncos uh, and the Raiders they've all had ups and downs but at least one of them has been good and I think this is the year where all three of them will be going through a transitional period so I uh, personally think the Chargers will get a lot more wins than previously within uh, the AFC West I think that will make a big mm-hmm. difference towards their, their playoff hopes um, do I think they have changed fundamentally no I think the changes that they've made here are mostly kind of they obviously believe that they have the talent in house to have won last season uh, if they, if their luck in injury terms have been a bit better and that's reflected in what they've done they got Derwin James in the draft to shore up that safety position obviously they're trying to move on from Trey Boston mm-hmm. um, uh, so that's and they might bring Trey Boston back anyway um, since he's still on the free agent market and Mike Pouncey I think that was just an opportunistic you know he came available because Miami yeah. is a dumpster fire he's a bit of a dick but like that's a major upgrade in their offensive line and that will definitely help them now their offensive line is still not like a leader in that but I think the offensive line is definitely improved by having a, like an elite well mm-hmm. a good centre like Mike Pansy and you know they have they have Gordon they have Eckler uh, they showed like to be a pretty good one too last season um, I'm not entirely pushed uh, beyond Keenan Allen on there like Mike Williams has a chance maybe to, to show why he was drafted in the first round and obviously a tight end the loss of Hunter Henry is massive like if they had Hunter Henry I would give them probably an extra win uh, over what I've given here because I think Hunter Henry would have made a huge difference just in terms of having that outlet that kind of someone who can yeah. play up the seam but even without even without Hunter Henry I still think this team is the one team that has the most continuity in the AFC West and I think that's actually a good thing this season and I think it's just like I think yeah if there's another season like last season where just things fall apart things go wrong but I think this is the kind of team that like the Jaguars who we doubted year after year after year maybe this year is the one where they can kind of put it together and get it done because Anthony Lynn has done a pretty good job I think in terms of not letting what happened last season even though things didn't go the way they would want to at least Kept, they didn't turn into a dumpster fire. They didn't turn into a team that was turning on mm. themselves. They just kind of got on with it. Well, that's the thing. Uh, like, they had a terrible start, and then they made a good, strong push at the end. They still yeah. shit the bed in two games at the end, which cost them. But like, it was that thing of they were pushing, and they didn't lose. Even even yeah. at the midpoint of the season when they were so far behind, they didn't lose sight of like they didn't lose their their competitive spirit. Yeah. I think I think it's a team that I'm fairly confident has won. Like as I said, uh, when they're coming into the season, they're confident. They're dealing with a division that's weaker, and I think that'll be enough to have them a good season. I don't think because they've got much better, but just because the rest of the division's got a little bit weaker. I think there's one addition that we haven't mentioned that's actually, and this is going to sound weird, that's actually quite important in terms of the number of close games they lost. And they've added Caleb Sturgis, the yeah. kicker, who's very good. And that problem was in special teams, and the kicking unit cost this team a lot of games over mm-hmm. the last couple of seasons. 
Um, I'm assuming that Sturdis will be able to beat out Roberto Aguayo in camp. Aguayo! <laughs> 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 yeah. uh, if, if, if he doesn't, then, then we could see some issues arise again. Kicker but, battle! Oh yes, I think it, it does speak a lot to this team's talent that I would consider a kicker to be one of the more significant like areas of need that they yeah. addressed. But like I said, I just think this team is snake bit on some level. Yeah. Uh, so with that in mind, what have you got them going, Harry? So I have them going seven and nine, which is good for eleventh in the AFC West. And uh, the way it worked out, eleventh in the AFC West. I love the AFC. And I have them. I have the most. Char- I have my, the way it worked through with my picks in the most charged scenario possible. They were in a win and in game that would have gotten them eight and eight, and uh, the best uh, record that would have gotten them into the playoffs in the final week against I think the Broncos, who were already eliminated. And I have them losing that. Game. <laughs> that is very, very Chargers. Yeah. Very yeah. on brand. I feel. I have them. Uh, I have them going eleven and five. Uh, get good for the fifth seed, uh, but they don't make it through the wild card round. And Fitz, uh, I've been going nine and seven. I believe they uh, do get through to the division round, but they lose. Oh, fair. 9 and 7 for the 4th seed you have such faith in the AFC <laughs> <laughs> Jesus well to be fair I was just looking at it it's like he has this division with a significantly losing record <laughs> so uh, it's, it's it's interesting um, so yeah Chargers like I said we think there's definitely potential here for two of us have them making the playoffs uh, but I think it is that question of can they finally just get out of their own way because somehow they've constantly been getting in it uh, next up we have the Chiefs my team uh, so we have Sammy Watkins been brought in for way too many dollars uh, Kendall Fuller David Anderson at the Hitchens, Breland Speaks. Uh, they traded away Alex Smith, uh, Marcus Peters, they got rid of Ron Parker, Terence Mitchell, Benny Logan, Derek Tavis, Tavali. As you might imagine, we're changing a lot of things on the defence. Um, what happens when you run out of money? Uh, well, it wasn't even that. Like, we were 29th ranked defence last year. We were fucking were brutal. Wow, okay. Yeah. It's, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it a little bit, but it's one of the things that I find interesting. A lot of people are saying, Jesus, I, I don't know if I can trust this defence. Well, there's not I fucking much further than we can fall, you know? Um, so, yeah, so obviously there's question marks around, KC, is this a full rebuild? Is this a kind of a changing of the guard? How is this going to work? Uh, obviously, they're bringing in Mahomes, uh, who sat for most of last year, played the Week 17 game against the Broncos. Uh it's it's definitely an interesting one, and I can see this being a team who, while having success in the last number of years, I think we haven't had a losing season since uh, since uh, Andy Reid took over five years ago. Uh, there is a huge amount of variance potential going into this season. Uh, basically, we've got Mahomes. We've got very nice looking offensive pieces, but we don't necessarily know if Mahomes is going to be able to step in immediately. Uh, he was a very exciting quarterback in college, but he came from an air raid system. There's questions over whether that will translate and stuff like that. So I suppose. Initially, what do we think? Do we think this is a team that is set up to compete, or is this a transition year? I think it's a transition year. I think the defense in particular, I know you, you already mentioned that the defense wasn't great last year, but I think they've lost, like Marcus Peters is a huge loss, and they haven't really replaced him. Like Kendall Fuller is more of you know a, a slot corner. That's, what he, that's where he was really good for the, the Mzungus. And, you know, David Amerson is like a retread, like, fine like hope that best fine yeah um and obviously we know that the cb2 spot kansas city had major issues last season mm-hmm. so i'm just like i'm looking at that like i'm looking at those like that those cornerbacks i'm like okay kendall fuller okay he's okay who else is there and like obviously got eric berry he, he'll make a huge difference obviously major loss last season um but i'm looking over that defense i'm looking at the loss of all his veteran leadership including Derek johnson 
and I'm going, okay, who's going to step up in this defense? Who's going to do that? And I'm sure you've got lots of names <laughs> and, and players. There's going to be a lot of competition in camp, and I'm sure Andy Reid will do a good job of getting this defense looking better towards the end of the season. I'm sure they'll make something and it'll, it'll move on next season. But I, I just think with the loss of all those players and with so much turnover, it's mm. just hard to see in the modern NFL where obviously there's so much limit, there's so many limits on what you can do in the offseason in terms of getting teams up to speed. There's just not really enough time to get a like to rebuild a complete defense let them go i'm actually not that worried about the offense and i can i'll let you talk about the offense more but i think the offense will be really really fun mm. but i just think in the close games it'll be just this complete changeover in defense that's going to cost them games mm. uh, and why i don't think they might live up because there's a lot of hype around this team and i'm not really sure it's justified with a defense that like on like with that like anthony hitchens like that's your big free agent splash he's like okay and is injury prone I'm just, I'm just, I just don't see the defense. Where is it yeah. coming from? I know you can... Ex- Come on, Connor, tell me where the defense is coming from. Oh, there's there, there's loads of players that are in there that are developmental <laughs> players that are very interesting to see. Like, Justin Houston is still there. The addition of some of these linebackers should now allow him to be freed up to actually go and rush a bit more. I believe he was dropped into coverage something like 65% of the time last year, which just makes no fucking sense in the slightest. Uh, we have two or three developmental pass rushers in there. D Ford should be healthy for the season. We've got him in there as well. So we'll get a nice bit of rotation around those edges. The defensive line has now got a lump of players players on it who are going to be playing I think they're definitely going for a rotation thing and there's a lot of discussion about whether or not they might be trying to swap into kind of a 3-4-4-3 hybrid yeah. system which uh, like when you look at some of the some of the players like uh, Tapano and stuff like that that we drafted those are those kind of huge tweeners who you can train up to play a position so there's a lot of potential risk on there but I also like I said like we were 29th last year there's fuck all worse we can be um, one thing that I do think is a risk on it uh, on the defense is that I think that for the last two years anyway if not three we've had a very good uh, turnover differential partially because of Alex Smith but also because we had ball hots like uh, like Peters and stuff like that I think that's going to fall off an awful lot more and I also think we're going to have a lot more interceptions with the way that the offense is going to play I'm looking forward to seeing this it, it's going to be really fun this is going to be the first time because even though like I obviously love watching them and uh, and Alex Smith was much better last year throwing deep balls and stuff like that this will be the first time I think in pr- probably since like the, the, the Trent Green era that like people commentators and stuff like that will be legitimately going man you need to see this thing that happened in the Chiefs game it's going to be fun offense to watch rather than what was quite stodgy kind of by the numbers stuff for a lot of a lot of the a lot of the last 10 years like we've had a lot of kind of running back a lot of crossing routes a lot of hey it's third down and six throw it four yards uh, well like is, you almost saw that last season the evolution of, like that offense was so fundamentally different last yeah. season from the previous Andy Reid iterations that mm-hmm. it's almost like well I think you would have said yourself they yeah. were preparing for the Mahomes era yeah. even yeah. with Alex Smith quarterback and like when we talk about this offense you look at the look at the pieces of there so you're gonna have sammy Watkins, tyreek hill travis kelsey uh gonna have hunt you're gonna have uh like and then on top of that you've got your other kind chris of, conley of course yeah chris, <laughs> Con- chris, chris conley is a very good third down kind of move the sticks guy uh there's there's other ones who are interesting there who'll be lower down we'll see who kind of works into the rotation but it's just it's it, it's gonna be fun uh I'm, I'm genuinely really excited to see it uh i do i do get the the risk downside though as well because like, like i said i could see this going anywhere from like five wins to fucking 14 wins depending on how it clicks in i think the fact that andy was happy to move on from Alex at this point gives me a little bit more faith than I would have otherwise in this instance but it's also that thing of like he could not take he could get into his own head if he starts throwing picks he could find it difficult dealing with disguised defences given that he was from a from a very different system where he wasn't reading defences anywhere near as much so there's risk there but I am thinking it should be should be good fun 
Yeah, I mean, I don't have a huge amount to add. I think that was pretty in-depth coverage um, of, of the whole thing. I'm more on Connor's side with this, to be honest with you. I think that like I trust Andy Reid a lot um, to, to get the best out of this. I think there's a, certainly a lot of uncertainty, but we know this is a team that has uh, explosive defensive weapons. I think we've all agreed on that. And while there are certainly question marks about the defense, it's, it's not as if it's been a complete exodus of talent. And I think two of the most important players are still there in, in Barry and Houston. Mm. Um and like other guys like like D-Liner and Reggie Ragland have, have did play uh, sorry D Ford uh, and Reggie. We do Ragland actually we do actually there. have D-Liner as well. I was coming into that that was yeah. my closing joke and I fucking <laughs> <laughs> fucking blew it. Um, yeah, you have a guy called D-Liner. That's normal. Who plays D-Liner? It's amazing. <laughs> Not a determinism. But uh, yeah, no, I'd completely fucked that up. I'm so sorry <laughs> to all of my zero fans out there. <laughs> I think. Um, like at least if Sammy Watkins is injured, they now have a doctor on their O line who yeah, they're yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, they're not, and they're not letting him put MD on his uh, on yeah. his uh, top. No fun league in action again yeah. there, lads. Uh, although apparently Andy Reid is thinking about it as well because that's why Mahomes plays with Mahomes and Mahomes three on the back. Mahomes two, no? Uh, maybe the second. How many Mahomes have there been? <laughs> I don't know. Rolling with Mahomes. Uh, so two. what's our what's our prediction? So Harry, you have I have him going ten and six, mm-hmm. uh, which is good enough for the fourth seed. I think I'll get to the divisional round and get eliminated. That's probably a little generous, but I, I just I just have a lot of faith in Andy Reid at this point, which yeah. is weird. I was I went I went on the more upside thing uh, on this. So I have eleven and five, uh, good for the three seed, and I have them getting to the championship game. Uh, so that is that is strong. But I have just got this feeling that if they make it into the playoffs, that's when we'll have some fun. Yeah, seven and nine for me, but I think like uh, Casey fans, even in this situ- even in this worst case situation uh, from Connor's perspective, will be excited because the offense will be fun to watch. Oh yeah! If we like to be honest, I'll, I'll take seven and nine because I'd imagine there's a lot of growing stuff that could happen in this season, so it'll be fun to see. So guys, I just looked at this, the score I gave for the the final record I gave for the uh, next team we're going to discuss, mm-hmm. and I have made a terrible mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah, well, we'll see. Uh, stick to it. Next up, we have the Raiders. Uh, do you know what's fun? 1998. Uh, <laughs> 1999. Uh, so John Gruden has decided to uh, leave the commentator's booth and come and rejoin the NFL. They've added uh, old man Troy Nelson, old man Doug Martin, uh, fast man, smoky smoky Martavis Bryant, uh, Ryan Switzer, uh, Rashad Melvin, Tahir Whitehead. And Leon Hall. Wow! <laughs> Holy shit! Um, they they lost Michael Crabtree, T.J. Carey, David Emerson, Navarro Bowman, Marquette King, and so is, is Bowman signed anywhere yet, or is he still in the free agent? I market? think he's out there. I think yeah, so, I think yeah. he's, I think he's still out there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this is an interesting one. The Raiders decided that they wanted to bring back the old man himself, uh, Gruden. They decided that they were ten-year really, contract. Yeah, they were really fed into him, so they give him a ten-year, hundred million dollar contract. Um, how many? Just as a start, how many years do you think he lasts on that contract? Three, one. Yeah, well, <laughs> I think he'll be fed up after one season. Maybe give me a spoiler right from my uh, yeah. Uh, we have uh, we have. Uh, good God, this is it's just bizarre. So this is this is a this is a man who has not coached in the league in fifteen years. Well, less than that, but uh, a long time. Yeah, yeah, over about a decade. Yeah, uh, and two and it's bringing him back. Uh, yeah, spider two white banana. If you don't know that, just look it up. It's great. There's a fantastic gif online of uh, of. Uh, Derek Carr opening up his playbook and then getting increasingly terrified as he turns pages and every single page is Spider 2 on him. Yeah, so this is an interesting choice. He decided they want to go back. He has a history with the team. He is considered very good at working with quarterbacks, um, although he has obviously been a number of years out of the game. 
Do we think that he's going to be able to transition into this new era of NFL, or is this going to be a team that's going to just kind of try and... Like, it's going to be kind of like a Marty Ball-type spot of they'll play an old-style football that will get some results but just won't be able to compete? Uh, yeah, I'd... Yeah. <laughs> I will be glad. No, no, no. You're going to be terrible. <laughs> this is such a terrible... Like, like, John Gruden, you bring him back after 10 years. What does John Gruden says? Oh, we don't need this analytics. That's for loser teams. Two years analysis. Well, apparently, the Chargers, as we discovered, don't have an analytics department. So that might explain something. <laughs> That's because they're, they're probably afraid if they see a player, he'll break down. <laughs> but, like, you know, John Gruden comes back and he's talking absolute shite. Oh, and yeah. then he goes out and has a free agency hall, which is... You know, Jordy Nelson and Doug Martin. That's Leon how Hall. Leon Hall to rebuild our defense. Like Ryan Switzer. Oh, like oh, he was a great get from Dallas. He's going to be the new like Wes Welker or whatever like that. Like Wes well, Welker. Yeah, probably remember him as long as Wes Welker remembers himself. <laughs> like this is an absolute. Like like it's not. And then of course you know the, like like the big signifier is like Marquette King, one of the best punters in the league. Ah, don't like that cut of his jib. Get rid of him. Oh, apparently it was the thing was Marquette King was drafted. Uh, the last year that um, John Gruden was with the Raiders uh, so it was basically him cutting the guy who was drafted no that was Seabass oh that was Seabass yeah. oh, who was also cut he yeah. was also cut King's like, younger we're not younger yeah, 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 I was thinking that can't be right yeah, yeah. Yeah, Shane Leckler maybe was around yeah. there uh, yeah it was like Shane Leckler still going of course and it's just like you look at it you look at the way he's talked you like about what the kind of things he's saying and he still obviously loves the limelight he loves the attention it's the John Gruden show he comes out and gets players he's like oh you know that's a savvy veteran he'll get the done and of course the whole underlying thing is like you know they're kind of like they're two years out from that like good run with Derek Carr but I personally don't think Derek Carr is that good at quarterback I think he's way overrated like his even in the year he was good his like his yards per cat like his yards per pass was pretty bad his overall like defense VAR wasn't very good. He was generally just kind of carried in that team. Uh, and like, uh, look, look, he was, he's not bad, but he's, it's just that thing of like... I think he is bad. I think, I think Carr's good. I think, I, I think he's a bog-standard middle-of-the-road, like, 15th best quarter. I think he's, like, I think he's floating up just above what they would refer to as the Dalton scale. Mm. Of, like, he is a little bit better than your average quarterback, but the way that Raiders fans talk about him, he is, like, he is, yeah. like, he's Dan Marino. <laughs> he's vastly overrated. They have one good player on defense, and that's it. And... Like I look at this team, I look at John Gruden, and I see the potential for not just a failure, but an absolute catastrophe. Because John catastrophe. Because John Gruden in Dublin for like few hours. Because when John Gruden starts losing, he's going to blame himself. No, he's going to blame the players. He's going to make shit. And because we know that you know Davis is not someone who's actually going to enforce any discipline in that team, it's going to turn the entire thing. I think this John Gruden signing was complete mistake I think the signings he made have been completely terrible and I think this team is going to tank hard what you, and John Gruden's going to be out the door after one season what do you reckon the reason that Davis hired John Gruden is because John Gruden lies to him and tells him his haircut looks good delivers <laughs> <laughs> P.F. Chang's the <laughs> it's just hype 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 no substance do you think do you think this offense is going to be able to because like so we, we've seen them be good before and they've lost Crabtree who was probably their go-to receiver in previous years they've got Cooper but Cooper had a massive down year last year and it's been very kind of very variable on how, how, how he performs Carr had a down year last year but like I said like, I don't think he's terrible but I also don't think he's a top 10 quarterback like I guess this 
Offensive Joey's line, not very good. Offensive <laughs> line don't look incredible. That's for nerds. We've established this. <laughs> like, what, what, what do you think this offense is going to look like? Is Gruden it's obviously an old school approach as well? Like, <laughs> what's it going to look like? Dog shit, probably. <laughs> Says the man who's given them the most yeah, wins no, of the two I can't defend this. I'm not going to even try and defend this. Just, I, it was the reason they have that many wins is to suit my charter's failing narrative. Basically. Oh, of course, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, look, I, I should I, give him a tie. Oh, I should give him a tie. Fuck yeah. It I think um, overtime time. Yeah, I think with the Chargers' new kicker missing. Yeah, oh. I'm pretty sure if I'd done that in my predictions, the Browns would have made the playoffs though, and I couldn't really defend that either. Oh, that would have been fun. So um, yeah, I, I disagree about Derek Carr. I think we've seen him actually be a very good quarterback, and I think he can be uh, that. Um, oh, hold on! I just remember. Um, didn't they also add Derek Johnson? Uh, they did add Derek. Yeah, Johnson. Derek Johnson. He's really going to shore up the middle of their line. A, this a old broke down linebacker yeah. replaced the old broke down middle linebacker <laughs> who they from a local rival who had just left them yeah, uh, like, in Bowman. But like this, look, man. Look, their own line is fine, I guess. Like that's important if well, you want to play a, old school football. No, it's, got, it's, like, it's expensive. Okay, <laughs> no, you, like look, there's good players on the O line. There are some good players. Like, I mean, like seriously, like the, the O line is is not a bad O line. And if you want to play old school football, it's important to have a good O line. And that is, I think, the nicest thing I can say about this team right now. I don't get it. Like it's weird because I know it's fancy, it's fancy, right? But I'm reading all these drafts. Everyone's like really high on Marshall and Lynch, and I'm like. Why? Like, I love the guy to bits. He's a great player, but at this stage in his career, he cannot carry a full load for a whole season as a three-down back. We know this. Doug Martin has been terrible and on PEDs for the last, like, two, three years. This is... Jordy Nelson, without Aaron Rodgers, again, he's just got old, and he can't do it anymore. We saw... Exactly, we saw it last season. Martavis Bryant was a locker room cancer who might be missing an entire fucking year. also wasn't that good. What he'd do is he'd run really fast in a straight line, and he'd throw the ball, and sometimes he'd catch it, and sometimes he'd just fucking drop it, and that'd be the only thing he'd do all day. And this is the team that drafted Darius Hayward Bayes. They should not do those fucking things, right? Like, this... Oh, sorry! I hadn't thought about that. That's why they got Martavis. Yes, that's exactly why they got Martavis. It's going back to the old Al Davis where he can run really fast in a straight line, so we're going to fucking sign it. I don't understand what's going on. I, I don't. Like, this. John Gordon is the Donald Trump this, of this head coaches. The more I look at this, like, I made these picks that I did for them based on a general just feeling of how the team was. And the more I look at their roster and the more I look at, like, the things they've done, I'm like, what the fuck was I thinking? What the fuck was anybody thinking? This team is bad. It is old. It is old and bad. Like,. But, like I think Derek Carr is good, right? But I do not think he has the weapons to succeed at this point. Mm-hmm. Regardless of whether or not you think he's good, I think he's basically fucked. Like they do not have a safety blanket player anymore. They do not have a good tight end. They do not have Michael Crabtree. Um, the O line, I think, is I think is good. I think it's overrated, but I still think it's good. Mm-hmm. But I think that can only do so much for you when your running backs are old and broken down and can't like grind like you need them to. The defense is a shambles and has been consistently and that's a recipe for a team to get absolutely hockeyed every time they go up against good opposition um i don't think they have the worst schedule in the world no so i think that is possibly it gives it might be why like they'll, they'll come against teams they can beat but if this is a rebuild if this is john gruden's idea of a rebuild like this is why he's probably going to last one year because he'll have to do a proper rebuild and they'll be like absolutely not no, fuck he, this. he left know. coaching did a rebuild at that point and his brought that same plan out 10 years later there's one potential two potential three potential 
They so just they're, they're playing bad teams. They're playing like they, they, they're playing like there's, like, there's four ones that I could say are, are probably winning. Yeah, like, and then you've got the Colts in there. You've got the the Browns. Yeah. So this you've is, got the Cardinals. Like like like. This okay, going to win games by attrition. So it's like, but it's not going to be good. So they open up to the Rams. Who's their backup quarterback? Uh, good question. Who is their backup court? EJ Manuel. Oh, mind. fantastic! Um, but yeah, like, yeah, this is the team. And the, the, the one, the one plus that I might have because I think John Gruden is going to be not up to speed on what the modern NFL is, as we can see from how his free agency went. Maybe they might surprise some people a little bit by the way that they play until there's like two or three weeks of tape on it, and people just go, "Right, they're just doing this." Yeah, but the only, the only, the only thing that I was is that like he has kept very well abreast of like quarterback developments how to train up quarterbacks what they're meant to be looking for and stuff like that you can see that on like his QB camps and a lot of the stuff that he does on those he is aware of that so that might help Derek Carr a bit um, because he's going to need the fucking help looking at what his surrounding weapons are but like that's the only plus I can think of John Gruden at the moment of like he's known to be good with quarterbacks that's about it um, speaking of which uh, Harry what's your uh, predictions uh, yeah my yeah okay so the prediction I have which is, is going to be wrong I have him going 8-8 eight and eight. Somehow, somehow getting the sixth seed, and then obviously not getting through the wild card round. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. Um, I'll be—I think that is the absolute ceiling for this oh, team. Yeah. I, I, I've given them ceiling as well. I went seven and nine. I probably should go a little there, but it was just that thing of I thought they would probably be competitive in some of the games. Um, but yeah, like the more I'm similar to yourself, the more I look at this, the more I'm like Ronan's probably closest on this one. <laughs> I have them going three and thirteen, and you can look forward to twenty twenty John Gruden's QB camp coming back. Much <laughs> better than that Russell Wilson replacement. God, I, I, interesting, interesting theory. They're moving to Vegas, right? They've done this on purpose to tank so that they can get incredible odds on themselves the following year. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you can't bet on yourself. Well, the true proxy, and then they use it. John Gruden quits. Yeah, and, and then, then bets yeah. <laughs> or or the Raiders have done this, and they've got like a whole load of proxy bets in place against yeah, themselves, and, it and they're allowing it to pay for the stadium. Because sports stadium. gambling was illegal, I'm not really sure what the case law is in the states. Like, because I know obviously in the, in the UK and Ireland and Europe, it's illegal to bet on yourself, like yeah. obvious reasons. But the states, it was just gambling was just technically banned. And, so yeah, I mean, and I, and I think and I think what they have is they have internal bylaws, but it referred to players, not coaches. Because ah. I remember there was something about a. Baseball one, I think. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Well, fun time. This this felt like a Davis, like a classic Davis off mm. season. Oh. Not in the good way. No, <laughs> yeah. this is just this is ridiculous. Yeah, so I think overall interesting division. We've got the Chargers, who are a great roster, who we are hoping will be able to get it together. The Chiefs, who are up, going to be exciting to watch, but could be anything from fucking five wins to fifteen wins. We've got the Raiders, who look like a hot fucking mess at the moment, and we've got the Broncos, who just exist, exist uh, yeah. <laughs> somewhere in between four and six wins limbo. Yeah, John Elway um, in the lab trying to like clone Peyton Manning yeah. or something. Yeah, I just, oh God, I just, it's, it's an interesting one. I, th- I, I see exactly what you meant when you were chatting about the Chargers being like, of the years that they could do it, this is the one where they've got the most chance because the Raiders, hot mess, Broncos, fuck all, Chiefs, hard to predict. Like, it's 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 the year for the Chargers if they're going to do it. Because also, like, Rivers is so close to fucking retirement age at this point. Uh, I think he's only staying on because he needs a much larger reten- <laughs> retirement pot given the amount of fucking kids he has. But, um... Yeah, so that'll wrap up for the AFC West. Uh, next week, we're going to look at the NFC East and uh, all the fun that that will entail. The only division that matters to the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I suppose that'll do this for now. So it's bye from myself, bye from Harry. 
Goodbye. Bye from Rowan. Bye. This has been all four quarters. Thanks for listening. We'll chat to you next week. <laughs>